Hey everybody, welcome to another week of It's a Magic World. And we are very sorry for last week. It was a very busy week last week. That's one way to put it, yeah. Very busy. So we we had some exciting things happen um, in Australia. We had um, our freedom back for the last two weeks. And so I've been very busy with work and catching up with um, friends as well as um, just living freedom. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ocean, last week, Riley met a very special individual. I did. Uh, also Australian. So that was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, Friday night was Jim Jeffries uh, here in Austin. So I, I bought a VIP ticket to see him ages ago and yeah i just landed on a very busy week so that is uh, where we were at instead of recording yeah so we were just very busy but we were very lucky that jim jeffries did give us a little you know because riley got to meet him so he gave us a little um well wishes yep it was a nice little chat and he was curious why we were separated um uh, it's always funny talking to other people with different perspectives of the world and them not understanding the position we're in, but, you know, it is what it is. I feel like I should explain to everyone, too, Jim Jeffries is the one thing that Riley and I can agree on, <laughs> usually, when it comes to watching um, comedy or TV. Um, he is the number one. We, we, do, we do watch a lot of things together. But one thing that we do love to watch together is Jim Jeffries, and it's one of the first things we watched together um, when I went over. And we just we bonded over that straight away. It's that satirical kind of comedy that we both love. So, yeah, we love him. And hopefully when he tours next, we'll both be there in the VIP line. He'll get to see that progression. So that would be nice. Stay tuned, Jim. We'll be, we'll be there soon. <laughs> Um, so today we've got a special show for you all. Um, we did get, excitingly, an anonymous question. Through the website. So that was worth Through it. Through the website. <laughs> it's worth it for the one question. For those who don't remember, we made a website. My very clever and talented husband over here made a website. Um, do you want to share the link, babe? Yeah, it's uh, just madzik.life. Tried to keep it simple. Excellent. Yes, so magic.life, which is about us, and we'll post blogs up there soon. And if you have a question, you can post anonymously and it'll go straight to our email so we can answer them for you here. So when you're ready, babe, let's get... Yeah, so the uh, question this week, no name, no email, just totally anonymous. Uh, the question is... How were you able to get married whilst being in different countries during the pandemic? And are you legally recognized in both countries? We'll explain a little bit more detailed, but the simple answers. Um, yes, we were able to get married during the pandemic from different countries. Uh, and yes, we are legally recognized in both countries. Um, all 50 states of the US and at least New South Wales, I'm sure. The other states of Australia would be fine with it if we asked them 
uh, there hasn't been a point to doing that. So, yeah, for those who don't know, Riley and I got married in the middle of the pandemic. Our wedding was supposed to be, we planned a wedding for December 5th, 2020. So almost a year ago. And we started looking at venues and planned for Riley to come out. And, you know, we'd, we'd made this big plan. And of course, like with everything, COVID just kind of hit all of a sudden. And we were left with so much uncertainty, um, not just on, you know, when our wedding would be, but when we get to see each other again. And that was, that took a toll on both of our mental health. And when we, I wanted to do was just marry my best friend. And I've I been told by, you know, a virus, by a government, by two governments, that, you know, you can't do that right now. That That's heartbreaking. So we found a way to make it legal. And we, we always tell people we're married, we just haven't had our wedding yet. Yep. So we're legally married. We've got our paperwork signed, um, but we have yet to have our ceremony and our party. It's hard. So it'll probably just be something very simple. We're, we're both... I, I used to be very all about the wedding like it has to be the perfect storybook wedding um with the reception and everyone's got to eat at this time and this time and this time but since riley and i've been together and we've talked about it that's no longer important to either of us and what's important is just friends music and a good feed yeah in all fairness and transparency i mean a at the beginning, I don't recall a wedding being important to me at all. Um, I mean, the marriage, yes, uh, you know, the, the legally binding part and the commitment part, but the, the big, you know, ceremony and walking down the aisle and all that, that, I didn't really care about it. But as time's gone on, we've definitely met in the middle. Uh, Briny's come more, you know, away from the big hoopla and just having a, a, some kind of ceremony and then I've come more towards her end of wanting some sort of ceremony but nothing too big so I think we've met in, met in the middle at a happy place and we're not gonna go too crazy. Yeah to us this ceremony is about sharing our love with everybody and about um, you know because we share love with each other and you know, it's us and it's it's had to be through technology and now finally after all this time we're getting our day together and we just want to share our happiness with people who are closest to us and we, we feel it's very important to, to do. So hopefully <laughs> uh, it won't be it won't be too long and we can stick to the plan. My dress is already bought. <laughs> bought that dress back in 2020 because um, I, I was hopeful and I found the one and we're, we're ready to go. We just need to get ticks from both sides of the world to say, okay. Yep. Um, but as, as far as that first question goes is how we were able to get married. Um, 
So generally, a marriage requires that you be present in person, both parties, plus a witness, plus the officiant or judge or whoever you're doing it with. Um, the, the way that we did it, um, the state that we did it through, they don't require any of that. Um, so we did meet all of the criteria for a marriage license um, through the state that we went through. And it, uh, they don't require you to be in person. It's all through the mail. Uh, and it's as much of a marriage as it can possibly get. There is, there is no pomp and circumstance about it. It's paperwork. Um, and it's just a, a legally binding contract of marriage, which that's why we say that, you know, we we're married, but we haven't got, had the wedding yet because there was no wedding. It was just paperwork. Uh, the wedding and the ceremony will come later. Uh, but that's, you know, it, it can be an important distinction for folks in our position that, you know, you want the big, the big wedding with the white dress and walking down the aisle and all that. But, you know, if circumstance doesn't allow for that and you still want to get married, I mean, there are options out there just to get the paperwork done and be married and have those commitments to each other without having the ceremony yet and dealing with that later on when you're able to or, or are allowed to. I think too for us as well, it's, you know, we're removing that stigma that weddings are, you know, they're not just about the show. It's about the people who are involved in the wedding. We, we love each other. We knew that we wanted to be with each other. Um, we didn't want to waste any of our young adult life, you know, worrying and wondering and searching. And we're like, okay, let's just get it done now. Yep. I think it's time. Yeah, um, going down the and... path of like the K-1 visa, you know, the fiancé visa that wasn't really the right fit for us even before we got married because we we'd already had our let's see if this can even work um time and we saw that it would so you know we got that out of the way on our own and we didn't need the, you know daddy government to hold our hand through that process which you know is just a matter of paying the government an obscene amount of money to uh let you maybe do something with yourselves um yeah you know we we knew what we wanted so we went for it and um we got married and started on the 130 path because that's the path that was right for us uh, and there wasn't any guessing or question marks on our relationship it was we knew where we were at so we had to get married it was a conscious decision so I hope that answered your question. Um, like I said, we'll go more into detail in another episode because I feel like this is a subject that needs all of our attention. Um, but we did want to address that question um, as it is also a very popular question that we do get. If any of what we do here can help any of you, then that's our job done. If it just helps one person. Yeah, um, so... For today's uh, full topic, I think we're going to be talking about communication since it's been mm. the hot topic of our last two weeks. <laughs> it, it was with lockdown over there in Sydney lifting and they're able to get out and do stuff and see each other. I, I, I've noticed uh, Australians 
go hard with the social stuff. Uh, <laughs> the, there was no no gentle increase to what Bryony's been doing. They went from zero to a hundred right off the bat. <laughs> so all those social obligations and desires that have been brewing for the last few months just kind of exploded. Um, so everybody over there has been keeping her attention um, quite thoroughly. And then on top of that, I myself have had a very busy two weeks or so at work. And this past week was uh, especially so. So, you know, it wasn't just a matter of me sitting around at home hoping Briny gets a minute here and there to talk. It was like really just, yeah, we'll see if we get to talk tonight because you're busy, yeah. I'm busy, everybody's yeah. busy. and we, we both are equally responsible for making an effort. Um, we don't sugarcoat that. We both have the responsibility of making the effort to communicate with one another. It's not a one-sided deal. But I, I've worked a five-day week this week, which is something I don't usually do. So I like to keep a day off so Riley and I can have a full day together because um, I believe that's important. And that was something that I was happy to forego. Um, I'd worked full-time since I was 17. I know that's not much to people because they've worked well younger than that but to me it took a big toll and there were days where I was working seven days a week uh pre-Riley and I couldn't like there, that was no life to live and I decided the year before we started uh, our relationship was that's it I'm not going back to full-time anymore um just for my mental health and the way that it was going, I was not going back to the world of full-time work. Um, so it was really hard. Like I was keeping down three jobs. Um, two of those were casual and seasonal, um, but the other one was a full-time job and trying to work everything around that. I just lost myself in the process. So I decided long ago that, part-time was going to work best for me and it did and then a year later I met this wonderful man and so we quickly kind of made a schedule um in order we've tried everything really we've tried set schedules um that doesn't work long story short a set schedule does not work no and that's (laughs) uh, I mean that's unfortunately just the drawback of the job that I have is that you know we our business hours are, you know, seven to five, Monday through Friday, but that's just what Google says. That's not our actual business hours. We're open 24-7, available 24-7. Uh, some days I start work at 5 a.m. and I don't get home until after dark, and some days I don't start until 9 a.m. and I get home before 5. So it's just different every day. At the moment, um, I'm on call uh, every night and weekend, every other week. So, like this weekend, I'm on call. Uh, I worked most of today, and uh, next weekend I won't be. So, yeah. when we plan stuff, we also have to take into account my on-call schedule because we can't really mm-hmm. plan like, okay, no matter what, this Saturday we're gonna sit down and hang out, you know, for the night and. If I'm on call and I get called out, I got to go. So, yeah. 
So I, for me, in the early days, I, you know, obviously I wanted to talk to him, so I'd get upset if he'd go on call. But for now, as we've gotten older and we've kind of found our groove, um, I try and plan more stuff to do here on the weekends that he is on call. And that way he knows that I'm not sitting around and waiting for him mm-hmm. and just because my, my waiting for him is in my bed like all day and, you know, sitting by the iPad just waiting for him to message and tell me that he's home. So I've really made a conscious effort to schedule things on the weekends. I know he's on call and I know he's working because he usually does get busy and you know he he's tired and i don't want him to have the burden of me on the other end um so like yesterday for example i'd gotten up knew he was on call um stayed at a friend's house you know we went for a drive in the morning um and we kind of hung out for the whole of the morning and you know, Riley was kind of keeping me... Like I, I still had time with my friends, but he was still kind of keeping me abreast of, you know, where he was and, you know, oh, I've just come to this next on call and, you know, I, it shouldn't take long or it's going to take, if he knows, it's going to take the next hour and then it's a long drive home. So I kind of plan my day according to that and then, you know... When it's time that he's home, I'm okay, okay, right, you know, Riley's at home, I should start wrapping things up about about now. And then we go and we have at least a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. We had at least a couple of hours last night, uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, it was well past midnight for Riley, which I was really impressed about. So we go to efforts for each other and just making each other feel special in those little ways of okay, I know you're busy, um, but we're going to set aside a little bit of time to reconnect and to regroup. Mm -hmm. And um, a a lot of the times we're stuck, and it does happen when, especially in lockdown, when we were talking every afternoon or evening, and we just get stuck for conversation. And, you know, people always wonder, you know, what can you guys talk about for four, five, six hours? Um, you'd be surprised. <laughs> um, I I can talk underwater. Um, but yesterday, we asked questions to each other. So sometimes we fall down the rabbit hole of um, let's watch a movie or let's watch TV, like uh, three or four episodes of a TV show that we're watching at the moment. Um, and, you know, that that's a way to just kind of stop, turn the brain off and... Just hang out. Exactly. And while that's great, and we both love those times, especially after a long day of work, and I, if I know that Riley's had a big day, I will say, hey, let's watch a movie or hey, let's watch a show because I can tell that, you know, he's his brain is kind of on, on reset mode and, you know, I'm just helping him to kind of recharge and just to regroup. Um which is which is good but yesterday i'm like okay we we really need this time to reconnect because it has been such a chaotic week or two weeks 
So we decided that it was going to be no TV, no movie buffers, and it was going to be us, and we were going to ask silly questions um, to kind of get our communication back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it works pretty well. It does. We, we pull it out, and these questions can be anything from serious life questions that we've asked ourselves, you know, like, you know, where do you see yourself in five, ten years? Um, where do you see us in five or ten years? Um, to something as silly as what's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. And it's good because I, I change like the weather all the time. <laughs> and so it's always, it was always new questions, new answers with me. So he, um, he's always surprised. But like he'll, he'll guess, like yesterday, what's your favorite color? He's like, you still like pink, right? And I said, oh, yeah, sparkly pink or royal blue. <laughs> Because, you know, I just have to be different. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, but we always learn little bits about each other through these questions. And it's just a really fun way to reconnect. So I guess that's our biggest piece of advice, isn't it, darling? Yeah. I mean, anytime you have some kind of, uh, you know, chaos going on where you don't get a lot of time together or you just have, you know, moments where you drift apart because life gets in the way. You just always make an effort to get back to each other and just spend some time, you know, relearning each other's likes and dislikes and check in with each other constantly as well because, like Brandy was saying, I mean, she's had to learn, you know, how to deal with my work schedule because um, I mean unfortunately I have one of those jobs that it's very very demanding I mean she occasionally says work is my other wife and I mean in ways it's kind of true because it does require a tremendous amount of my attention and time I still know I'm the favorite it's okay no you are by far <laughs> <laughs> but it's true so when, when you have a partner who has an on-call schedule it does become really difficult and it can take a toll, but, you know, you have to kind of jump in his shoes a little bit and think how his poor brain must feel. He, he wants to devote all this time to you, but he needs to work as well. Um, he needs to fulfill that commitment and I need to fulfill the commitment of being there for him when he needs it. So that's just kind of how it works in our family. Well, that does go both ways because, you know, the, those times that I'm wrapped up in work, um, but you have free time, I mean, I, I have to make an effort to tell you, you know, how long I figure I'll be or when I think I'll be home. So, you know, if it's going to be hours or not even going to be home tonight to be able to talk, then you need to know that so you're not sitting around waiting on me. You can just go yeah. you know do something with yourself or just call it a night and then we can try again tomorrow um or you know as you said earlier if, if i'm gonna be quick and then have a long drive well then we can just talk on the drive we we have that chat we just have that check-in of asking how are we going today what has been involved in your day here's what i'm about to do here's what time i'm thinking about being home um, I'll message you as soon as I leave. Look, we're dealing with, at the end of the day, we're dealing with two individual personalities. And prior to this relationship, we were both very different. Um, I was very emotional, very clingy, um, very 
you know, relationships are about being together all the time, every minute, every day. Um, and whereas Riley was still learning how to be a human, you know, let me in on his work <laughs> schedule. Um, uh, so it took a lot of practice. It took many weeks and it took lots of tears for me to understand I don't have to talk to him every day um, with big three-hour conversations. We talk every day and we message every day, but we don't need to sit and look at each other's face for three hours to have that connection. Yeah. We can send each other voice memos. We can send you know photos to each other of what we're doing. Um, we still have those connections and it's really hard to make them over technology, but we've managed to make it work. Um, and that's just an aid in our, in our life really. So it's days like this where we both can sit down and we're able to do this podcast together because we have more than, you know, 10 minutes to, before we get interrupted to be able to do this yeah and i mean so you know, it's really 10 minutes is better than no minutes is like a, exactly. a big lesson that we have learned it's like yeah it, i mean it's it's the best when we get four or five six hours straight together every night but the when we yeah. can't have that i mean i'd take 10 minutes over no minutes because that's 10 minutes yeah. i can make sure that my wife's okay and i don't have to worry about her realistically we can't do that. Um, re like living in the real world, we cannot both sit for six hours every day. I wish we could, but the bottom line is Riley needs to sleep <laughs> when it's time to sleep because he has to get up and work in the morning. I have commitments that I need to fill as well during the day um, in the times when he is awake. And that does clash, mm -hmm. but in order to stop friction and to stop, um, I don't know, kind of jealousy or all those nasty negative feelings is being honest and telling each other what we're about to do. Um, some may look at it as clingy and some may look at it as being controlling we do it to be organized mm -hmm. and so we can both organize our days um it's just essential that we have to do and we literally just take it day by day like every now and again like like us all we we both get sick um and so if we do have a sick day he'll be there as my emotional support person um and that could be a day we just watch movies and i sleep on and off which does happen um, and for Riley, that is the same. And we're just there for each other when we need it mm -hmm. and when we want to be as well. So it's, is it difficult? Hell yes. Well, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Riley's not going to sit here and lie to you. Being in a long distance relationship is not for the faint hearted. No, it's a lot of work. You don't, it is a lot of work and we have, about two almost two and a half years of making this work and I can gladly say that today we're as strong as we were day one even stronger and we know everything about each other and we've talked about everything and the beauty of being in this relationship is 
all we do is talk, mm-hmm. you know, so no stone gets left unturned. Like if you could ask me anything about Riley, I'll probably be able to tell you better than he can. Yeah, like, most likely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. Like he knows me better than anyone else. He knows when my mind changes, he he's always kind of there. Um we, you just have to read each other and it's not impossible as some people like to make it out to be. No, you just have to have a you just have to have a different mindset than the traditional in-person relationship. I mean, if you try to have a long-distance relationship as an in-person relationship, you are going to fail, I guarantee you. But if you can yes. adjust your mindset to the long-distance, all we get to do is talk nothing is certain pretty much every plan is going to get blown to pieces the second you make it then you'll be fine if you can weather it yeah you know we we haven't seen each other since your birthday in 2020 and yeah it's been a while we've had plans since the that that trip and None of them have happened. We've had so many plans. Our wedding's been moved to December 2020, to February 2020, 2021, sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure we wanted to plan another wedding for September 2021 because we thought I'd be over there by then. And then Christmas. Um, <laughs> for Christmas, we wanted to plan a Christmas trip. I was supposed to go in May last year. Like, I mean, I had a trip. Like we had- I had a trip planned earlier this year and that was riding on the visitor visa since covid suspended the uh the quick visa for u.s residents going to australia uh which is what i went on the first time i mean that was an amazing visa to get because it took me two minutes of typing information in us charged my card 13 dollars and oh a visa now i've been waiting on a visitor visa for over a year now um Mm-hmm. And they just keep pushing that forward. And when it's when I lodged it, what, it was like four to six months estimated time. And now we're at eight to 20 months. So yeah. we'll see whenever I get that. But, you know, I had that trip planned for earlier this year. And that just got pushed and pushed and pushed. And now it's not even being yeah. pushed. It just got set to next year. Like, yeah. So for us, there have been several attempts to try and make a trip work. Um, with my current visa status for the United States, I can't go. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone always says, oh, how exciting, you know, borders have opened up, you can go straight to America. I go, well, it's mm-hmm. not as easy as that. I really wish it was. Hey, customs will um, still kick you out. <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, I'm very careful. Like, I want to follow the rules. I want to do the right thing, as anyone should want to. Um and I'm not going to risk my chances of seeing my husband and getting to have a wedding with my now husband. That's something nobody understands, it seems, that as soon as you uh, lodge that visa application to immigrate to the U.S., uh, you can no longer come on a visitor visa safely. That's not not an option anymore, Mm -hmm. and... I got that straight out of the horse's mouth from customs that they they strongly urged us not to have her fly into the states because with that that 130 lodged they now see her as wanting and intending to 
come to America, stay here and live here. So if she shows up on a plane, uh, they're going to assume she's here to stay, whether or not that visa has been accepted or not. So her coming here has been written out of the equation uh, until that's approved. And and like I said, I, I follow the rules. I'm a good person. I, you know, I know what right and wrong is, and that is not something I would ever do. However, you don't know how other people perceive you and perceive the situation. Um, so you don't want to do anything to give just cause that you're doing the wrong thing. And the last thing I want anyone to think is that we're doing this for the wrong reasons because we're not. We are two people that love each other, that have been in um, trying circumstances. So this is just our way of being fighting to be together. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And I'm going to circle back to our, our question for a second. Uh, getting, yep. getting married the way that we did comes with a lot of very probing questions from government officials. Uh, I'm just going to yes. put that out there because if you don't do a wedding ceremony like a traditional one, people are going to be very confused and even government officials don't understand even though it's like yes. legal to the letter of the law and you're going to get a lot of questions and get very frustrated in answering them because you've already answered it 20 times before that and you're going to answer it 20 yes. more times after that you just have to <laughs> kind of grin bear it need to suck it up or you're going to we we answer any questions that people have we're not lying we're not saying that what we're doing is um, the best way to do things, the wrong way to do things. We're just saying that's what's worked for us. Yeah, it was the right path and for you us. Need to have, yeah, you need to have, if, if you're considering this, you need to make sure that you have a lot of evidence behind you um, because you can't just wake up one day and say, hey, I feel like marrying so-and-so. Let's go and do it because it is not going to work. No, it and cannot be on a whim. And it can't be a desperation no. thing either. I mean, we no. ran out of options and just got to the point where it's like, well, I guess plan Z it is. Yeah. So we wanted to be married. We went into this decision consciously. Um, we talked about all our other options first. And this is the one that we felt was best for us. And we made it happen. So I'm I'm grateful we did it because I have the most amazing husband out of it now and <laughs> I can call him my husband um, and not just my boyfriend or my partner because, you know, that, that cheapens exactly what he is. Like he earns the husband title hands down. Um, and so he deserves to be called as such. Yeah, so uh, I guess to kind of recap the communication stuff, long-distance relationships are hard. Tagline of this episode. All of them, no matter the circumstances, are hard because you don't you don't have the easy way of just giving your partner a hug or, you know, holding them when they're sad. You don't have that, so... You have to put in a lot of work, both 
with your partner and with yourself to figure out how to talk. Uh, before we got on this path, I wasn't much, I'm still not much of a talker. This is the most talking I do in any given week is this show. And I had to teach myself and learn how to talk uh, because I had to communicate with Bryony. And if I didn't, this wasn't going to work. Uh, she can tell you I wasn't very talkative at the beginning. Even when we were getting on video frequently, I still wasn't very talkative. I am now. She can't get me to shut up anymore. But that was a lot of figuring it out. And, I mean, Bonnie's had to do the same thing to, you know, know how to talk to me because I'm I'm different. Like, she's different. Everybody, You have to talk to everybody a different way and... When it comes to your partner and having to talk to them, you know, hours on end or hours every day, like, you just have to figure out how they speak and what works to yeah. communicate to them. And once you get that figured out, it's it's an easier time. But that, I'd say, like, the first six months is pretty hard uh, relative yeah. to LDR being hard to begin with because... You don't know each other, and you don't know how to talk to each other, so you just have to figure it out. Um, but once you get past that, yeah. eh, it's not that bad. I mean, we were pretty lucky to have those first three meetups mm-hmm. in person um, when I was there. It was It's something that most LDRs don't get because yeah. like they either meet online or they meet once, and then they have to go back home. For us, we were really lucky that we got three separate interactions in person and i think that's what really helped definitely broke the ice and let us know that you know there was something there exactly it was helps an awful lot to have that person in front of you and ask them questions as opposed to just meeting them on the internet and having to type out those really probing questions because we did get to ask a lot of those questions in person. We got to find out a little bit about each other. But like I said, when when I left America in 2019, I just thought I'd gotten a really cool new pen pal. <laughs> um, didn't think anything was going to come out of it. Like, you know, we'd had conversations, but, you know, that happened, it happened. And it just so happened that, like I said, he followed me all the way to Australia. So I I got lucky. Not everyone in the LDR is going to feel that way. A lot of LDRs, especially during the course of the last two years, have unfortunately broken up due to the stresses of not knowing when to see each other again. Um, that That is not us. That will never be us. We have never given up on fighting. Never once has the topic of um, not being together, even when we were just engaged not being an option like that that giving up was not an option for us we we were in this for the long haul no it was always figure it out and here we are two people still haven't seen each other um but we're married and we're happy and we're both healthy um both vaccinated (laughs) against COVID-19 um that is the only way Riley can get here. Um, so that, that wasn't even an 
a blink of a thought, was it, babe? It was just a... No, I knew that... This is what I have to do. Yeah, I knew early that airlines were going to mandate it, so I figured I might as well get it before I started thinking about traveling, and lo and behold, they mandated it for traveling, <laughs> so I hit that nail yeah. right on the head. Um, yeah, you Australians are taking it much more seriously than we are here, so... Look, that, that's an understatement, but, um, um, and just for me, it was a no-brainer. Like, I want to see my husband. I want to be with my husband. This is one way to do this. So it's, you know, where do I sign? Where do I go? So it was barely a question for me. It was just waiting for my turn. Well, that's kind of all we have for communication for today. Um, there's there's so much more detail we could go into, but they're the kind of points we wanted to focus on today was our communication and how we communicate as a couple and, you know, also answering the question. Thank you to whoever asked the question. Um, it's, we, we really want everyone's questions in. So if you have a question, if you've ever wondered something about our relationship, big or small. Yeah, questions on... Uh either of our Facebooks, uh, Instagram, or the website, magic.life. Got really any questions. We'll entertain anything. Remember, you can get our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google. Now, you can also listen straight on the website in case you just want to do that. And I'll be making a poll on Instagram, too, to see what you guys would like to hear about. That's a good idea. Until next week, guys, we just want you to stay safe, stay healthy, love one another, be kind to one another. Have a good week.